Another exciting episode of Saturday Night Gaming. As we uh, dive into uh, our characters, actually, uh, their stories actually starting to intertwine with each other. Uh, so last episode, you were able to get a picture of uh, different characters, uh, kind of what they do in the day in the life of. So now we kind of get to see what that looks like once we start adding uh, other people to it. And there is lovely picture retrograde for those that can see. For the sight impaired, I'll tell you about them later. Yes, absolutely. So let's go ahead and jump back in here and let's do a quick little introduction again uh, with our uh, characters and also with the players. All right, going to start with you, uh, Renegade. Uh, my name's Ryan. I'm playing as Rebel and Renegade. Dynamic duo of brains and water. And anti-authoritarianism. Ice. He's figured out he needs to get a metal helmet. I definitely need to get a metal helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds intriguing. <laughs> well hopefully I'll find one laying around and no one will have to find out why I need to get a metal helmet well I'm going to listen to episode one and then I'm there <laughs> it didn't go as well for me as it did for you <laughs> no it looks like we lost someone I'm sure she'll be back yeah she'll be back in a moment alright so we'll make our way around as we wait for her to join back in retrograde you want to go next Sure thing, boss. So, uh, my name is Tony. I'll be playing Joey, retrograde Sinclair. That's right. Hard-edged soldier on the run. A wall from the law. With the ability to do stuff I'm not going to tell the rest of these guys about. But it worked out really well. My abilities are actually to have the dice go in my favor. <laughs> Because it didn't go in my favor, that's for sure. <laughs> the odds were ever in my favor. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's basically what's up. Uh, I'm trying to uh, break the law while abiding by the law. Keeping my peace in my own place. Trying to keep my house clean. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, what about you? Hey, I'm Ronnie. I'll be portraying Detective James McTavish, also known as Lawmaster. He's a detective at the Orange Grove Precinct. 
the roughest area of the city that we live in, whose name I cannot pronounce right now. Agoropolis? Is that it? Agoropolis? Agoropolis. 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 Okay. Well, Depends yeah, on what borough you're from. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's a hardened detective. He's been a detective um, for... He's a career detective. So, yeah. But that's it for right now. All right. What about you, Richard? I am Richard. I will be playing... Um, uh, I will be playing Claire Alora. And, yeah. So mysterious. We'll find more about him, her, it, soon. <laughs> Them. Them. All right. And, yeah, we lost Casey, but she'll be joining us uh, here shortly in just a moment. So let's go ahead and let's bring this back around. All right. So we're going to start back over here with you, James, right? That's your character's name, Ronnie? Detective James McTavish. What that means? Yes, correct. Gotcha. All right, got you on my notes now. All right. So, Detective, we'll go ahead and start over here with you. You actually have been called in, uh, well, actually been given a special case, a special assignment. All right. You normally operate out of the, uh, the Orange Grove. But there is a particular assignment uh, that they could use your set of skills on. Okay. And uh, normally you just won't really bother with anything outside of your district. But this one has to do with a particular uh, link to a certain company. Hmm. Yes. So they're investigating. So it has to do with a Steincore. They got a pretty good lead on it, and so they want you, they send to you basically to go out there and to assist and to investigate with the authorities. All right, I'm gonna go. So this they got a tip uh, coming out of Riverside. So Riverside is the you know, the low down rundown district. You got it's industrial as well. You got warehouses out there. Mostly empty right now. Because of the quarantine effect and places shutting down. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's kinda like where you're sitting at right now. Well, you got this tip, and so you uh started taking the forces over there. You grabbed a couple of squad cars, and you you already sent them on their way, and then you're going to meet them there. All right? All right. So we're going to pick up with you on the scene arriving. Roger that. And let me show you what the 
warehouse looks like. It's beautiful. It is. Where'd it go? There it is. Hmm. Nice, pretty warehouse. It's actually a warehouse where they ship toilet paper from, and it's full of stock. <laughs> I was going to say, it looks like somewhere I could actually take a vacation sometime. <laughs> Maybe uh, play a few games with people. Do you want to play a game? All right, so you arrive on the scene. As you arrive, there's two squad cars already there. They've already started taping off the area and everything. So you get out of your nice vehicle. Which What vehicle are you driving, by the way? I'm driving my custom armored Dodge Viper. It's jet black. Nice. So as you step out of your vehicle, obviously the other uh, officers see your presence. <laughs> so what do you do, detective? Officers, I need to know what's going on. As you walk to the crime scene? Yeah, as I walk to the crime scene, I'm asking the officers, you need to tell me what's happening. Well, <clears throat> we're not quite sure what to make of it yet. Uh, forensics is still on the scene. It's... Uh, Interesting. Interesting how? <laughs> well, when we arrived, there's two bodies, and then the uh, witness is uh, trapped underneath pallets. Where is this? So is he still trapped? Well, we... Uh, <laughs> we haven't we have freed him but uh, he's still unconscious he might have taken one of those to the head sounds about right he's looking the best out of the three of them now he's the only one still breathing alright so the other ones how did they die Well, he takes you over to the scene and shows you. Says, well, we have a 30-year-old uh, male, roughly. He seems to have some kind of reaction. Uh, we're not certain what yet. But if you look at his skin, it's something. Something he may have been injected with, uh, maybe injected himself, had been exposed to. You know, we're Did still he foam at the mouth? Yes, there uh, there was. Steinkor. I am going to need you to analyze 
take samples back to the lab and analyze everything as quickly as possible. Take the witness back into protective custody. Put him in the hospital, do whatever you need to do to wake him up and have guards around there. I'll be back at the precinct waiting. But until then, I'm gonna scope the area out and see if I can find any clues. And he tells you about the other victim as well. He says, the other victim, we are not sure uh, what happened to him. Uh, he is bleeding from his nose, ears, and eyes. Other than that, no physical trauma. We're unsure what happened. What was it? Did you happen to take the body temperature? Was his body warm or cold to the touch? Yeah, we put time of death at about an hour ago. All right. Is he still cold to the touch or is he warm? Still warm. Still warm. I mean, was his body melted from the inside is what I'm asking. Liquefied. No. No? Okay. Nope. Not only then. But you are going to need to be precautious, or excuse me, cautious, and also get some samples and take that back to the lab as well. Um, Definitely keep the reporters out of here. Do not let any of them near this crime scene. They come up, kneecap them. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Trista, you there with us? Yeah. Sweet. All right. You can give a little introduction for you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'm an ex-cop uh, turned bounty hunter. Um, what made you a bounty hunter? Was it a special event? Something that happened? Um, I was a CI, well, not a CI, um, UC, I was undercover, um, and being undercover, I kind of liked the lifestyle I lived, so I got, <laughs> uh, fired, and just started doing my own thing, and catching criminals, and getting money for it not really following the law now i get paid to catch these guys pretty much nice all right well let's see here uh trista for you you've been given a special bounty actually okay you're after uh particular gentleman 
His name, he goes by Robbie. It's Robbie Ramos. Okay. You got a tip that he was here, that he was meeting, um, he was meeting his friend here. And uh, you've been looking, you're looking for him because you believe he has connections to this uh, particular cult uh, that has really started gaining some uh, ground in the recent weeks. And this cult has been starting to become a problem as far as the authorities are concerned. And so they want uh, you to go in to investigate and find out uh, exactly what they're up to. Just to, you know, see if there's anything danger to society or if they're just crazy. <laughs> okay. And of course, they're paying you handsomely for it. So it's like, okay, why not? <laughs> yep. But anyways, you have this, you're looking for Robbie Ramos, and uh, this is the last, or this is where your tip was uh, telling you where to find him. All right, so you arrive on the scene, and obviously as you arrive, you know, uh, what vehicle are you driving? <laughs> A red Jeep. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, and James... As soon as this Jeep pulls up, you recognize it because you know her reputation already. Officer, subdue her. Do not let her on the scene. She is not allowed here. This is a crime scene investigation. She is a bounty hunter. She has no jurisdiction here. Nice to see an old, familiar face. What are you doing here? I'm here to collect my bounty. Do not enter the crime scene. You can give me the information of the bounty. Stay where you are, and I'll go see if your bounty is one of these bodies. I'm pretty sure it is. So she hands me the all right, so she hands me the picture. Is it one of the people that were the victims or is it the suspect? Nope. It's the suspect. You can't have the bounty right now. I need him for questioning. Yeah, well uh he was needed by somebody else higher than you. That's not abiding by the law. I'm sorry, you cannot do this. He is my suspect. I need him. You can have him after I'm done. No, nah, I need him now. Officers, if she comes into the crime scene, tries to take him, fire. Really don't think that's necessary, but whatever. Your funeral. And then as she says that, <laughs> all of a sudden, smoke begins to fill the warehouse. What now? And uh, the officers are starting to 
kind of cleared a warehouse from where they were uh, where they were at. And uh, as they step back, you're taking a look, and the entire warehouse is basically filled up with smoke at this point. And they're looking and said, "Sir, we don't we don't see a fire. We're not sure what's going on." First off, stand back. Let's take the suspect back. And that looks that looks like something for the CDC or the fire department. I mean, have you seen anybody go in, go out? Nope. No, sir. It's secured. It's secured, and there's smoke entering the building. All right. Um, get the bomb squad out. Have them check out the premises. Uh, check for stuff like that, and also get the uh, biohazard team out here first. Make sure it's not anything biohazard. But we're not letting this suspect go into the bounty hunter's hands yet. Because I need answers. <laughs> well, the suspect is uh, he's coming to at this point. Um, and uh, they're just checking him out, checking his eyes and everything to make sure, you know, concussion. So, as they do that, he's kind of, he's shaking his head, and he's, he's just trying to get a grip on everything. He goes, what, what's going on? Where, where am I? I crouched down. Is he laying down? Is he laying on he's, a... He's sitting up right now. He's sitting up? Yeah, he's on the ground, but he's kind of sitting up. All right, so I'll walk over to him and crouch down to him. Steincore, tell me everything you know now. All right, go ahead and get your dice together there, sir. My dice, all right, what do I need to roll? All right, well, start with solo. So you get your uh, affiliation. All righty, all righty, all righty. Then uh, add distinction, whether you get a D4 or D8. If you get a D4, then uh, just add a plot point. Oh shit, there goes, I mean, well, poop, there goes my, um, my dice, I just kind of rolled away. All right, so, all right, so D4, well, wait, I'm a detective, this would be a D8 at this point. All right, so you D8. Think you can choose a D8 or a D4, it's up to you. It would be a D8, because I'm, right now... Detective plus hot tempered? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. That'd be a D8. Uh, solo is a 10. So that'd be a D10. And obviously, nice. if you have any powers that apply, use those. If not, move to specialties. All right, move to specialties. Nope. Not one of my. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, never mind. Crime master, I guess. All right, so yeah, I'm gonna go for it. Go for it. All right, and do I add everything up? No, you don't. Uh, you take a look at your roll. First of all, did you get any ones? I got two ones. 
<laughs> well, you can take those and put them to the side because they're not going to do anything for you, but they will help me. You're welcome. <laughs> so I'm going to do that and bump my two of my D8s up to D10s now. So I got two D10s and three D6s in my pool. Okay. <laughs> so next, uh, what dice do you have left? <laughs> I have a D10. That's it? That's it. All right. And what did that roll? That was a three. I rolled terrible. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here for y'all. Nice to see I passed that bad luck. <laughs> All oh, yeah, you rolled significantly better. Yep. But I did roll one in there, so all right. So I'll take my two fives and I'll make a ten. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll do. I tell you what, yeah, we'll do that, and I'll keep the D eight as the effect die. But okay, maybe I should get a different surface to roll on. All right, so I rolled a one. So anybody right now could spend a plot point if they want to, and uh, you guys can uh, get a bonus. You, know, you can create some kind of uh, complication. If anybody wants to take up on that, you can. Anybody, as in like one of us? Yep. Yeah, anybody that's there right now. Yeah, I can take, I'll take you up on that. Sweet. So, one second. I think I still got it pulled up. There we go, I do. Cool, so that means the next dive fold that you roll, Tony, you can uh, add a D8. You can add a bonus D8 on the next die roll that you do. Okay, I'm going to do be a D6, D8. So let me go ahead and uh, finish that out, what he did. So, James, as you go yeah. to him and uh, try to get information out of him, he essentially just shuts down altogether. Like, you're getting nothing out of him right now. He just starts sobbing. <laughs> well, I um, As he looks over at the bodies... I slap him. <laughs> okay, Tony, what were you doing? <laughs> okay. I'm hot tempered. I slap him. Now, when he slaps him, this is the short, rotund guy, right? Yeah. Uh, is he starting to freak out? Yeah, he is. He's, yeah. After he slaps him, he starts freaking out. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and add these up. Uh, it's going to be D60, 10, 2D8, and uh, make that 2D10. Okay, so I'm going to use the smoke as the cover for my shot, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to test out my rifle on that short rotund fella. 
All right. Because I know what happens when he freaks out. <laughs> it sounds like that. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's like, is it a sneeze? Somewhat. That yes. destroys the world? Somewhat, yes. <laughs> the best part, right. I saw her, but it came through his mic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So D six, two D eights, and two D tens. Oh, there is one one. Just one one. Uh, so you'll get that one. Um, one. Dang, gum it. I've I've rubbed off. Ronnie's luck has gotten to me. Uh, two, a four, a three, a two, and a one. So I'm going to go ahead and add the four and the three together. Um, and can I spend one of my plot points? Or no, I'm doing that to make them a new right now. Well, you may not need to. Let's see. <laughs> that's, a, that's all I got. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Well, be an eight. That's it. And then I got another one that somebody can use if they want. So you got a. I'll got use it. All right. Well, let's see. Hold on one second here. Uh, so you said you rolled a one already, Tony? Yeah. You can add that into your pool. Yep. I'm uh, upgrade with my D6 to a D8. So I'll take two D10, a D8, and two D6. That's not good. No, not. All right. So. Yeah, so I'm just shooting at uh, Shorty. All right, so you yeah you beat an eight, right? Uh, depends on if I can spend a plot point or not. Yeah, you can actually. Um, because you I can... got a seven at best right now. A four or three is a seven. So yeah, if you have an extra uh, die you can use, you can spend a plot point and then you can add that to your total. Okay, so I can use my uh, pause power set in order to assist my shot that'd be a d8 so can i just go ahead and roll a d8 well no it's what you already rolled like what you rolled already uh -huh. like, you have an extra die there that you haven't actually pulled in and done anything with oh yeah yeah okay. i can use another can one in a pot point and take that die and add it to your total oh 10 yeah there you go so that would be it and then ronnie you said you were activating it right Think he's going to activate it. Okay. Yeah. So he'll get himself a D8 on his next action. So that's cool. So yeah, your shot succeeds um, and hits him straight on. So what does it look like? Basically, the way that it look, it, it looks like a power pulse. It's um, almost like a photon uh, pulse. And when it hits him, it uh, it locks up his whole body. He goes into a seizure, and uh, it uh, it's the off button. I hit the off button basically on that fella. <laughs> it shuts him down. Yeah, he's not dead, but he's definitely not going to be able to use the neural connections that activate his powers. All right. So yeah, he yeah that 
that pulse uh, comes from the smoke, essentially. And just, Up high in the smoke, like somebody being in the rafters inside the warehouse. Right. And uh, anyway, as it does, it, uh, it hits it hits Robbie, and uh, when it does, it basically just sends him into kind of a overload. You know, his body's reacting to it, and then he basically goes unconscious. So he's breathing still, but he's out of it. He's shut down. He's not talking to anybody right now. So you see this. What do you do? Well, first, I'm going to have a... I look at the officers that supposedly locked down the compound. Who trained you? Because I'm going to have their badge. Well, sir, we uh, we graduated early, actually. It shows. Desperate times. Well, since you're the ones that supposedly lock it down, go in there and go to the rafters and find out who shot that. Yes, sir. And so the three officers go uh, into the warehouse. Now look over to the bounty hunter. Well, I guess he's all yours now. He's useless. I just what was that? No, um, you know, my character is just really frustrated at this point. Super hot tempered. Thinking of like other ways he can get information right now. Ah. Because he is super frustrated because every time he tries to get information, two steps forward, five steps back. As it is. What do you do, Bounty Hunter? No. Um, you thinking there, Casey? Yeah, I'm trying to find something on here. I got a notification. <laughs> yeah, it was from the detective. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, how do you respond to the detective? Uh, well, thanks for my payday. See you never. It better be never. Hey, so they're outside the warehouse, right? That's correct. Mm, they might happen to be just standing in a puddle of water. I'm sure there's water all around them. <laughs> it's very damp here. I'm just going to be there listening to everything they say, seeing if I can catch on to any information. All right. 
Sounds good. And so the, the three officers, we're going to have you roll for them, detective. <laughs> See how great those are. <laughs> All right, what do I roll? Well, they uh, will give them a D8. Well, how much? We'll just roll it all together, right? So, okay. Uh, we'll go and give him a D8 for the team and um, give him another D8. So, we'll do two D8 and a D6. And a D6. Gotcha. Okay. So, what are you doing there to keep these uh, unfortunate souls go through the warehouse? <laughs> Apparently, this is what they were trained in. So I got a six, a seven, and a four. So virtual grade, what do you do? All right, so uh, <laughs> this is what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna use my temporal teleport and I'm gonna go ahead and go off the distinction of the fact that I'm on the run uh, I'm going to so solo uh, temporal teleport uh, my D10 for covert and vehicle expert either one works in this situation um, and then my D8s I'm going to go ahead and roll those and I'm going to temporal teleport to a nice black shiny car <laughs> this is gonna get fun <laughs> all right go ahead and make the roll and uh real quick uh ron let me resolve yours uh would you have again On the D8s, I had a six and a seven. On the D6, I had a four. Okay, so yeah, 13 total. All right, give me a second. 13 plus four, that'd be 17. We only take the two. Oh, take the two? Okay. Two, then, yeah, and that gets your total, and then the other one's your effect die. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, 13. Let's see what that was. Okay, that was not that great. All right, so Tony, go ahead and do yours. Okay, so um, can I spend my last uh, plot point? Yeah. So that would make it 19. 19, all right. <laughs> Close I could get is a 14. Nice, all right. So this is what uh, you see. Uh, so your officers, they actually do spot something in their detective. It's okay. almost as if 
they saw something and then it vanished. It just disappeared. And then they blink and they shake their head and they thought they saw something, but it's not there anymore. <laughs> you got cream of the crop here, man. <laughs>